Welcome to the LA Realtor Podcast. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah Lehman. And we're getting to know the industry one conversation at a time. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. So <laughs> what are we going to talk about? <laughs> we didn't prep anything for this one. No. No. I'm kind of at a loss. Yeah, you are? Really? I mean, you were talking about how old I look. What? No, we were just talking I, about like the elder millennial. So me, you and Johnny, our producer, are all almost about a decade apart, which is fascinating. Yeah. I look pretty good for being a decade older than you. And look, we can all <laughs> sit and rate. Uh, relate to each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you e- hate, even though we're so generationally but you different. you hate Gen X. <laughs> no. You're very negative on Gen no, X. No, I'm the youngest of four. I, I very much... Oh, you have Gen X uh, siblings? Yeah. I'm the youngest of four. So how, how old's your oldest? Oh, God, I don't even know. He's in oh, his 50s. Boy. He's in his 50s. Okay, I don't know. Okay, okay. It's a half-brother. I don't know. Anyway. Close enough. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. Most, I think this wins for the most awkward intro <laughs> to date. Let's get to our guest. <laughs> Please. Because she seems really cool and, and interesting. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell you, our guest is Julie Foppel. She's the founder of Realm. She's got some really interesting experience. She's also a very experienced real estate agent in uh, at Compass in Jackson Hole. One of the good holes. <laughs> Right? One of the better holes in real yeah, estate. It is. Uh, I heard it's beautiful. It's a good hole. So welcome, Julie. Thanks for being with well, us. Well, thanks, Paul and Sarah. It's good to be here. You know, I mean, I guess I selling from a hole, you know, that <laughs> I'm more talented than I thought I was by that intro. <laughs> we, we, I have to be honest with you. We were prepping for this podcast and Jackson Hole is obviously a very nice place and a high end place. So we had to we had to kind of make We're, fun of the fact that it's called a hole. Yeah. It's a hole not to be confused with a void. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. You're um, welcome. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So let's talk about Realm. I think it's very yes. interesting. You, well, you, you call it a lot of things, but I want you to, to describe it. What I know is Realm is a membership. What it says is Realm is a membership of the most accomplished luxury real estate professionals ever assembled. That sounds very exciting. Tell us more. Well, thanks. Yeah. So it is exciting. It's essentially what Realm is, is it's a virtual community. And I love the fact that you guys were kind of talking about Gen X versus millennial and bridging that gap, because I think a lot of what inspired Realm was this idea that, you know, as as top real estate professionals, we are we're looking to kind of cross that chasm too. you know, where where we've got credibly high net worth and ultra high net worth clients. And, and, you know, we're selling in these amazing destinations and finding ways to enable business using technology, but then using technology to really empower relationships was something that, um, that has always really excited me kind of as I was building my career as a, as a top producer. And as we were kind of building our team over the last gosh, almost 20 years. So putting something together that has a technology backbone that then helps to enable relationships and then connections amongst these top real estate professionals, regardless of geography or brand, is really something that has been, gosh, the last five years of my life in building and in executing what was kind of this dream that has now become a reality that is now Realm. All right. So tell us, tell us about Realm. So there's a bunch of high-end agents top producers, top 1%. Multi-brokerage, right? right, Multi-brokerage, they cater to the high net worth and you're their community. Is that how it works? Exactly. And so so it is a a platform. It's a by invitation only platform where top producers can connect 
idea share. We have a technology backbone that was actually built by the same folks that built Match.com. They built E-Trade. And so what we charged them with was creating an environment that is encrypted. So, So all of the information is totally protected. Our client information is totally protected. But what it does is it builds a unique lifestyle profile on each of our clients. And then that's what it uses to go out and activate inventory and activate the spheres of influence from all of these top producers. So when you think about why people work with Julie Foppel and Jackson Hole, it's because my sphere of influence is, is such that, you know, I've got a lot, I've got access to a lot of people and a lot of highly qualified people. Well, now through Realm, you know, we're approaching almost 600 members. And so we've got access to all of those kind of Julie Fopples and all of these other markets all over the world. Amazing. And so what does membership for one of your agent members mean? What do they what do they get out of being a so part of So they get Realm? access to the community. They get access to the technology platform. And so we are, through the technology platform, as I said, we're activating everybody's sphere of influence, but then we're also integrating five and a half million of the wealthiest people in the world. We've got a database that then all we bring all of that into Realm and we consolidate that along with other information on those high net worth individuals. And then we can do things with that, like build a lifestyle profile of a general prediction of what a buyer for a specific property might look like. So it helps us to really optimize some of our marketing and be more strategic and directed about our outreach. And we can do that through the technology. We can do that through the network. We also host events. We have probably the most robust event schedule in the in the business. So we've got an annual event that is the collective that well, annually, it happens every year, of course. But then we've also got events that are kind of pop-up events, networking events, and things like that just to kind of help, you know, again, grow the community and, and grow the relationships within the community. So, you know, we, we figure one in every three of our community members have participated in some kind of a referral activity. Um, again, and Realm is only three years old. And so we see that kind of increasing the average value of a transaction that kind of happens amongst those referrals is 4.7 million. And so it's happening really at that top echelon of the business. And, and, um, and again, we only see that productivity kind of growing from here. So you said that you have a database where you reach out to the, did you say five and a half million of the wealthiest people in the world? Yes. Well, this was a really disappointing way to find out. I'm not in that category. <laughs> How do you know you're I not? Haven't, I haven't got an email. Oh, you haven't heard. Yeah. I guess I'm not surprised. But I mean, you, you kind of hope at least in the top five and a half million, you're in there, you know? Well, you're, aren't you, you're parsing, correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be misunderstanding this, but you're taking those high net worth or ultra high net worth folks and parsing them into their, is it their passions, their charitable passions, their athletic passions, whatever it is. They're being categorized. Categorized and then letting an agent kind of decide, oh, hey, look, this person enjoys polo. I also enjoy polo. This is my target. Uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. Correct? Yeah. So it's not, it's one of those where the, the relationship in order to get kind of directly contacted, you would have a, you'd have an existing relationship with one of the realm members. So it is, it's kind of that closed trusted advisor network where if you've got a house where, you know, that, that is in a polo development and you've got that listed, you can actually go out through the membership and activate all of the clients of the other members that have an affinity towards polo. And so, you know, again, when you're dealing with a five or a 10 or a $50 million home, oftentimes the, those homes don't sell by, by cold call or by email outreach. They're going to sell 
because somebody said, hey, Paul, I know how much you love polo. Have you seen this incredible polo ranch that's just come on the market in Montana? You should take a look at that. And and so it kind of it happens more that way. And, and a lot of times with a lot of those properties, too, because they're at the high end of the market and because you're dealing with people of affluence, a lot of times people want discretion. And so they don't necessarily want to go out through the normal channels. And so Realm gives you an opportunity to kind of network amongst the people that probably have the the clients for that, but in a very, very encrypted and discreet way. So it is a real estate network, but it is really for the buyers and sellers of such a specific type of community, right? The ultra wealthy. It is. I I think it works. You know, it certainly works the best when you're talking about that. But I think it's one of the things that we've worked really hard on with Realm is is the technology is not just patented in real estate. It's where we launched because because that's where my career has been for the last 20 years. But but it's actually something that over time we will scale into other verticals. So we can go into wealth management, we can go into wine, into aviation, because all of those things kind of help inform each other. You know, that ecosystem is kind of like the every spend kind of informs another spend. I mean, I love the fact we've got this beautiful Four Seasons Hotel here in Jackson Hole. And I think the number is 54 Mercedes-Benz were sold from that hotel last year because of their partnership with Mercedes-Benz. So you think about that, people come out and they're like, oh my gosh, I love this G-Wagon and I just bought a house here. And so now I need to have a car. Of course, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to buy a G-Wagon because that's what I was cruising around in, you know, because of the Four Seasons. And so you think about it like that. And rather than having all of these kind of disparate cocktail parties where everybody's trying to activate the same group of people, you know, why not kind of be more concerted in our efforts and do something that, you know, that is more efficient with everybody's time and energy resources and efforts. Right. Now you don't, you don't, you don't want your members, your member agents to take this list and just start cold calling these folks. That's, that's not what you want. You want them to find the people, the high net worth individuals in that network that they have something in common with, um, that they could find a way to meet kind of organically. Is Is that more or less correct? That's right. That's right. And so a lot of times that's working, you know, I mean, I would say like at this point, my team, we sell around $300 million worth of real estate a year. So we still, we do a lot of transactions and a lot of high value real estate. Most of those come from referrals and come from, I would say 75 to 80% of the business that we're doing now. And and I, I would say that the same is true of any of the realm members. It's coming from introductions from other trusted advisors. And so when you've got somebody in New York City that's saying, gosh, you know, you really need to meet Julie Foppel because she's going to help you in Jackson Hole. She's going to help you find the exact same. Those kind of recommendations are really the, those are at the impetus at the core of what Realm is all about. So it's, it's connecting people with the right lifestyle affinities that are looking in our areas, but then also it's, it's arming realtors with information and data on those individuals so that when they, when they are connected like that, then I get to kind of hit the ground running because I understand what they their lifestyle affinities are. I understand what their architectural affinities are. I understand kind of what all of those things represent. And so right. it's a lot more efficient too with everybody's time when you're kind of coming into a marketplace and you're like, okay, look, this is somebody that's very busy. They're going to land in their private plane. They're going to get here. They have a day to identify a property rather than driving them around and showing them 10 properties that they're going to hate, you know, and and, uh, and really just charming them hoping that they like my personality, but, um, you know, you, you kind of, you can be more discerning with what you show them and how you introduce them to those places. 
it reminds me of like dating apps, right? Like where somebody can put a picture of themselves and say nothing, right? And that's what the information most people are dealing with out there, right? But if you say, I like these kind of books, this is what I do in my spare time. I love wine tasting. I love, right? Now you have all this information where now you're not wasting their time, your time, right? It's, it's just so much more of a curated. Yeah. And and well thought out and, and more connected. That's exactly right. Now I have a question about, so as far as like the members, so do the members also bring in their sphere to participate in that? And then how is their contact protected as their Yeah, so that's a great question, Sarah. So yeah, everybody brings in their spirit. And it was the one thing that, you know, as, as Realm was kind of coming to fruition, everybody was like, wait, you're going to ask top producing agents to put their client list into Realm? I like, are you kidding? And I, and I was like, well, maybe this could be a flaw. But what has happened, though, is we put together an NDA that is really to protect the member. So it, it just says, we will never access your information. Me as the founder, I don't have access to anybody else's clients other than my own. And so what happens is everybody brings in their client information and then it gets encrypted and it essentially, it gets tagged with their lifestyle affinity. So it goes out. The first thing that happens is their contact information comes in and Realm goes out to all of these third-party data sources. It's kind of like if you were to Google something for six weeks, you could probably get the same information. This does it in like a second and a half. And then it builds a lifestyle profile that is unique to that individual. And then that lifestyle profile is the thing that Realm is out looking for. So rather than having it be their name or their email address or their phone number, it's the lifestyle profile that then is going out and looking in everybody's kind of database for what properties you're representing. Does it match this affinity? Does it match the, the skill set of the member? Those kinds of things. So it's, it's a way that we figured out how we could actually amplify the strength of the network by using technology in a, in a super encrypted environment. I love that. It's like targeted demographics, but in a positive way, right? You're not getting an Instagram ad because you said something one time. You're getting like, I'm a new mom and now all this new mom stuff is like being advertised to me and I need it. Right. So it's like, it's an actual useful type. (laughs) Not me. I just (laughs) meant as an example, but um, yeah, that's really cool. That's a cool way to utilize that algorithm and, and create something. Yeah, it is. Well, and I think too, because it still goes back at the end of the day, the gatekeeper of the relationship is still the, the agent. Right. And so it still is like, well, you get all of this information and you could say, okay, you know, here's a client of mine that matched with this incredible penthouse property in New York city. Fantastic. But I can, it's alerting me. And then I can say, oh, you know what? That just isn't right for Bill. I know he's not in the, he's not in the mindset for that or, you know, whatever he's, he's going through a lot personally because it's, so it still is kind of, it's, it's elevating the personal connection because then I can, I'm still the gatekeeper of that, but it's just doing, it's using data and technology to really enhance the relationship overall. So if I'm a realtor who has a listing that has a helicopter pad on it, right? Like I'm not just going to go ahead and contact your client, but you will get a notification that I have something available exactly. for client because of the algorithm. And it gives you a reason to reach out exactly. to them as well. Yeah. I love yeah. That. So, and then, it, you know, That's I mean, amazing. we can do that. We actually import things like articles from Lux magazine or other relevant kind of information so that it's, you know, and it's matching those things too, because I think some of the things, I mean, to your point, Sarah, it's so like, right to date, the way that realtors have been forced to kind of advertise is this monologue, right? Where it's just like Julie Foppel houses in boxes from Jackson Hole, like, please unsubscribe, you know, like I, nobody wants right. to hear from you that much. 
But if it's something where it's interesting and engaging and mm. part of their lifestyle affinity overall, a beautiful piece of architecture, a 10 car garage for a Porsche collector, whatever it might be, you know, that's that gives them a chance to kind of engage. And, and they think, gosh, Julie really knows me. She's looking out for me. She's making my life better because she's sharing more interesting things with me than just houses and boxes. Yeah. Well, I love, I mean, there's a lot of value that you're bringing clearly at what we just talked about, but even just that network of high-end agents that can communicate with one another from disparate parts of the country can refer to one another, right? I mean, who, who doesn't want that, right? You want to be able to refer to someone in New York or California or vice versa. You can create Especially their, in luxury right, markets. In a luxury market where maybe it's not on the MLS and I mean, it just... Has anything like this been done before or are you guys kind of the first to attack We are this? the first to attack it. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's exciting cool. because, I mean, what you're saying, Paul, is exactly right. It's it's like there's nothing more expensive than making a bad referral because if that client goes away from you forever, not only do you lose out on a referral probably, but but you lose credibility with that client. And so connecting people that kind of share your same ethos is critical and doing it in a way, you know, a lot of times I think there's been a lot in the in the real estate industry, there are a lot of barriers to communication, you know, whether it's geography or whether it's brand or whether it's kind of discipline or your area of focus. And so what we've tried to do is take all of those things down and really take a look at it from like what is in the best interest of the consumer. And it really is kind of making sure that that everybody is collaborating and that we're coming at this effort from a place of service and really collaboration and above all else. And so it's been fun. It's kind of, you know, it is, it's a little bit groundbreaking, but it's been a lot of fun. And and the marketplace has been really receptive. I mean, we launched during COVID and, and, and I said to my husband at the time, I was like, well, this could get pretty bumpy. I mean, who's going to like, what's going to happen. <laughs> and then what ended up happening was this incredible kind of virtual community ended up emerging. And now we've got calls every Wednesday and we'll have, you know, of our almost 600 members, we'll have 120, 150 people on those calls every single week, collaborating and learning wow. from each other and kind of sharing trade secrets that aren't so secret. I mean, as, as you guys know, it's it's real estate. It's not necessarily brain surgery, but it's like, gosh, it's so <laughs> fun to be so inspired by other people that are really excellent at what they do and how they're serving their yeah. communities and their clients. And, and it's been, it's just been such an incredible learning opportunity. I have a very important question for you. In the high end market, are you seeing a lot of indoor pickleball? <laughs> I knew this would come up at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, you, you think, I know. Are you identifying a trend? I mean, pickleball, like we do, it is a sensation. I'm not going to lie. Like the the proximity to pickleball, I didn't think was going to have to be a thing, but it's a thing. You know, right? I would say I don't know about a lot of indoor pickleball courts yet, but mm. maybe I mean that could be a tr- that could be an emerging trend. I think it's common. Yeah. Very cool. Now, okay, so you guys get back to some serious questions. Um, you're not a brokerage, right? You're just a member community. Any top producer that fits your parameters, maybe you could talk about your parameters, could be a member regardless regardless of their affiliation with other brokerages, right? And as anyone, and my follow-up is, is anyone or any brokerages sort of discouraging their agents to be a part of this or is that it's not, not an, an issue? issue? It's actually been a wonderful yeah. reception from the industry. You know, we have over 150 yeah. 
different real estate brands represented within the realm ecosystem. So it speaks to, I know I didn't even know there were that many, but it's, it's, it kind of speaks to how receptive everybody has really been. And, and so I think that, you know, I think that that's exciting. And then I think too, you know, just from the standpoint of qualifications, it really is about, you've got, in order to qualify for realm, you have to be top 10% of your market in total dollar volume and average sale price. And then we close out a market at 1% of the total agent population. So we're really after, it's a very, very small slice of, of the marketplace. Now, what, we've, what we have just decided and, and what we are announcing on Friday, and so I'll give you guys kind of the scoop, but is we hmm. are going to close membership to new members after we add 100 more members. So probably prior to the end of this year, because we really, you know, we kind of take this contrarian approach to the industry where we're saying, okay, look, we want to take down some of these silos to communication. Well, we also want to make sure that we continue to maintain the most prolific and successful group of brokers in the world. And so we're going to shut down membership to new members to focus inwards and to focus on the productivity of the, at that point, it'll probably be 700 or 750 members of Realm. We'll focus on that and the programming and the execution for those members to make sure that we're kind of maintaining the integrity of of what we have built. You know, I mean, the beautiful thing about Realm is that, you know, we've been informed by the membership all along. So it doesn't look at all kind of like what, what the it, the idea was five years ago or when we launched three years ago, but it looks better. It's it's more dynamic and we've been able to kind of shift with the demands of the marketplace. That's really smart that you're going to close it, right? You want to, you don't want to dilute your brand. There's a reason they don't sell a million Birkin bags or a million Rolls Royces is because then everybody would have one. It's not a big deal anymore. So I, I imagine, I know you're from the high, uh, the, um, uh, the high-end hotel background, right? So you kind of understand this. Totally, yes. yeah. So it's it is it's more about kind of like maintaining that specialness and and that trust mark, you know. And and our members have all done that in their own right in their markets. And so as we were looking at kind of like okay, the growth trajectory of Realm and where we go next, we were kind of like, gosh, this isn't this isn't a mass marketplace. This is a this is really something where we can impact the industry and really have an incredible legacy by just being really great at serving who we have on board. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I'm kind of curious. I mean, you're the founder. I think you mentioned earlier that it was kind of your idea. I'd love to kind of hear the genesis of, (laughs) were you in the shower (laughs) one day? And this, like, like, how did this, what made you start this? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it was one of those things where, as you think about the, I mean, as you mentioned, Paul, I came from the luxury hospitality business. And so one of the things that I loved about work, whether I was working for Ritz Carlton or preferred hotels or, you know, kind of, we could replicate a guest's stay anywhere in the world because we had access to a guest recognition software platform. So at the Ritz, we knew if, if Mrs. Got Rocks liked apples and not oranges or turned down at 6 p.m. and cold white wine, we could make that happen for her, whether she was in Paris or Chicago or Dubai. And so when I transitioned into the real estate business from hospitality, I was like, gosh, it's so strange that there's something like this doesn't exist because you're amplifying the spend by thousands and thousands of times. And yet we're forcing right. the we're forcing our clients to kind of re-educate us every time they go into a new market. Like, wouldn't it be great if we could actually kind of come at it from a place of knowledge and a place of information? And so at the time I had a, a fabulous friend and and who loved to ski. And so he, he was actually, he was also the um, chief marketing officer for Microsoft. And so I was like, 
you know, I have this idea and it's kind of germinating. And he's like, oh, you're talking about big data. And I was like, I mean, I'm the most non-technical tech startup person <laughs> you'd ever meet. And I'm like, of course I'm talking about big data. You know, like, what does that even <laughs> sure. mean? But, but, uh-huh. I, but so, so we started to kind of brainstorm and, and kind of from there, it just, it started to just evolve. And through a lot of industry connections and a lot of encouragement from people that have had a lot of impact on the real estate business, it just, we, I think I was a better listener and, and just started to kind of build this thing. And then, you know, then of course, like anything, I became obsessed with like, okay, this could actually make my business better. And, and so my husband said, you know, Julie, if you feel so passionately about this, why don't you build it? And so we started to build it and that's it. I mean, you just kind of follow the, follow the inertia. I love founder stories and I can imagine, (laughs) because I've done it a few times myself, but I can imagine you had this idea, you started putting it together and then trying to get those first one, two, three, four, five agents where it's like, well, who are you and what do you really have? After, like you said, after you get the momentum going and everyone sees that, oh, Jade Mills is on there. Okay. Now I'm interested or, you know, or the Corcoran group or whatever. But I imagine the first part. Well, you know, I'm lucky that I'm good at making friends. So like that, that was like the thing where, you know, I mean, it was a lot of our friends from the industry that really started that initial group that, that were, and they were willing to kind of ride along and and give it some credibility. And then, you know, once it started to kind of gain some momentum, it, it, it's been pretty rewarding. And, and, you know, we've been fortunate because it's been something that we've had a lot of offers from investors and from people that have said, oh, well, let's blow this out or let's make it look like this. And, and we've stayed away from that just because we didn't want to be obligated to build something that we didn't believe in anymore, you know, because it was a lot of our, right. it was a lot of our brand that went into that, you know, where it was like, okay, well, if Julie Foppel says it's going to be like this, then I trust that. And so we could broker on that until it could kind of stand on its own. Yeah. And once profit and volume is the goal, <laughs> mm-hmm. you start to lose the quality. I mean, it's just inherent in the process, that's right, right? That's right. And I think that that's kind of been, you know, I mean, and, and as you look at a lot of technology solutions, that's what people gravitate towards where they're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the thing. This is going to be a unicorn or whatever. And it's like, no, let's just, you know what, let like, there's nothing more rewarding now than hearing from the members how their business has become incrementally better because of Realm and because of the relationships that they've made or or the way that they've you know garnered market share because they collaborated with another member. I mean, like that's the stuff where I, I'm like, it's being successful in real estate is rewarding enough. And then and and then you're like you you layer on that the fact that you can help enable the success of other people. And that's that sounds a little altruistic, but it's the truth. Well, what's cool about this is that you're in it for the mission. I mean, that's pretty obvious when you talk. What I find, and it's not always true, but you've already had plenty of success in your life as being a successful agent. You're not necessarily doing it for the money. You're doing it for the mission. You know, sometimes folks start up, sometimes they're younger and they haven't made it yet. They could say they're doing it for the mission, but they're doing it for the money. <laughs> so the first, you know, investor that throws money at them and the first yeah, series, let's make a, it big. Yeah. let's make it big. Yeah. How do we, you know, I want to be Facebook. So what I like about this is you're, you, you really are a mission driven company. Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, that's what, you know, I mean, I think you have to have that kind of true North, especially in real estate, because it's easy to, it's easy to lose that. And, 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 you know, I've had the good fortune of working with some really, really successful people and you see kind of you see how you want to be and you see also how you don't want to be from a lot of those people. And, and I think that it's, there are a lot of ways you can define luxury. And I think that one of the ways 
that I personally define luxury is the fact that I have I get the luxury of choice of kind of determining what my path is and what what any business endeavor I happen to be involved with looks like. Very cool. Well, that that was great. I think I understood Realm very little before this conversation. Now I think I understand <laughs> it completely. Yeah. And I think it's an amazing idea. We wish you greatest of success. And we thank you for, uh, for coming on with us. And well, it has been it. such a pleasure, Paul and Sarah. Thank you for having me and, uh, and best of luck to you too, as well. Thank you. And we'll share your information and realms information in the show notes. And thanks for listening. Thanks everybody. for listening. See you next time. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah Lehman. And if you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. If you'd like to get in touch, please email us at larealtorpod at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.